You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the smartest guys in marketing with your host, Chris Evans and Taylor Welch. Today is your day of destiny. This should be called the smartest guy in marketing and his assistant. Oh, because really, I'm the smartest. You are guy the best assistant I've ever had. <laughs> okay, what are How you talking about today? today? Are you ready to give some value, dude? I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I woke up this morning and I was feeling a little, a little stressed. I didn't sleep well last night, and I looked outside, and it's like mm-hmm. 72 degrees in Nashville. The birds were singing. The birds like. <laughs> Flew into my house and made me coffee, and then I felt way better. <laughs> wow, that's cool, man! You're too stressed. It's one of those. Blessed. I mean, too no, blessed. Too blessed. Too yeah, exactly. Speaking of blessed, today we're talking about. You want me to tell them the title? I do. I want you to tell them three keys to not being a little parental warning. Oh yeah, parental warning. Shut the ears of your kids. Three keys to not being a little bitch about your business. Yes. So if this offends you, good. You probably need it. We're not typically uh, laden with profanity in our marketing and our communication, but we feel like this might just be the jolt that you need. You know, if you want to grow to new levels in your business, it's going to be uncomfortable, right? You're going to get stressed. There's going to be things you got you to gotta overcome, but there are so many people that are just little bitches about it. Yeah. People always want to grow. They always talk like they want to grow and they want to make more money, but they never want to go through the processes or the, the uh, lack of comfort that it requires to grow. And yeah. Chris, you, you've had your own experience, but I remember the first, uh, my first real breakthrough in business. I spent, told everyone the story, six grand on a coach. I had no idea if it was going to work or not and implemented it. And that was a very uncomfortable feeling because it was on a credit card. I was making $1,900 a month. I spent 6K. That was uncomfortable. And then the first month that I really, really, really nailed it, I did like 35K in sales as a copywriter. And that was uncomfortable. And it was almost more uncomfortable being successful than it was trying to be successful because I felt all of this responsibility to like produce the most amazing results for my clients. And it just never has stopped. It never gets easier. But you become more adept at dealing with the stress and really knowing that it's worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think this episode is going to be a little bit more of a a soapbox episode. And the reason why is because we see this over and over and over. People are are dealing with issues and they think that when they're going to try to accomplish huge things, big things in the business, a lot of times that it's just going to be easy peasy. Mm -hmm. And it ain't, right? You're going to run against things that are going to knock you on your ass, and so the thing is, your ask. The thing is, knowing that, getting up and marching on. And stop complaining about it. Stop bitching about it. And if you are, just go get a job at Starbucks. Uber. Uber or Lyft. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's dive in. Let's dive in. These are three things that me and Chris actually put our heads together and feel like these are three areas that we've found that our clients who get results, they've mastered and put focus on these three things. So the first is the big no-no word that nobody wants to hear. It's called responsibility. So I was reading- yeah, uh, can, I, can we just amend the title real quick? 
I mean, you can try, but we've already three keys to not being a little bitch about your business and actually get results. You can tell Chris is not the copywriter in this business. I'm like so on fire right now. So dude has a new book. He's the guy who wrote the power of habit. Remember that back in the day, it's called like stronger, smarter, faster or something. And, um, I just got this book and I'm probably going to buy our team, our whole team a copy of this book. And it talks about high performance individuals, high performance teams, productivity. And one of the biggest points that he makes in this book is the power of responsibility in the military. They teach you everything is your fault. Even if you're sitting next to a buddy and your buddy does something stupid and you get in trouble for it. And your person says, what happened? Your, your result, your response is no excuses. And if they want to dig, you take responsibility for everything. And the reason that they do that is because responsibility empowers you to feel like you can do something about it. Mm. And even with our team, a lot of times, like when someone takes personal responsibility, everybody around them wants to get in and help them and get involved. But a lack of responsibility makes you feel like your life is out of control. And for me and Chris, it's really important. Like, I don't know about you, dude, but when I can really look at the things in my life and my business and I can take responsibility for them, it makes me feel in control. Absolutely. Yeah. It's real, real important. Yeah. And it's crazy. The people who don't accomplish stuff, they don't take responsibility. Blame game. Blame game. Oh, it's, it's Obama's fault. It's Trump's fault. It's your fault. This is a scam. Whatever. <laughs> right? Like, it's always somebody else. But the first key to breaking through is just taking the responsibility. Manning up, womaning up, and press forward. Yeah. So for a while, you guys may need to, uh, you may need to go old school, buy a journal, and just right at the very top every morning, I take responsibility for my business and then shut up and just get the work done. Number two, what's number two? Control. Control. We talked about control is major. Responsibility leads to control. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Like when everything is Obama's fault, what can you do about it? Well, you have to realize it's not. Nothing. (laughs) So exactly. When everything is Trump's fault, you can't do anything about it. When everything's because of the weather, or because of Facebook algorithm, uh-oh, there's uh-oh. nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it, so you have no control. Here's what I've found about control in my life. The tiny habits that I'm able to hit on a daily basis make me feel in control. Mm. So I've learned it's less about, you know, like people are all like, you know, high performers wake up early and it's, you know, true, like a lot of high performers wake up early. But for me personally, I've found it's less about what time I wake up and it's more about just doing what I say I'm going to do. If I say I'm going to wake up at 5.30, then I better get out of bed at 5.30 or else I'm showing myself that I don't even control myself. Oh, You know, if I say I'm going to go to the gym, I got to go to the gym. And if I'm tired, then I need to have the wherewithal to be like, you know, I'm going to sleep in until 7.30 tomorrow. That way, I'm not showing myself that I can't even do the little things right. Yeah. Yeah. And even understanding yourself too, to know what you might need. Yeah. Right. So if you're going to tell yourself, hey... I'm not going to eat that extra slice of deep dish from Jets. Oh, <laughs> I'm never going to tell myself that. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. So we got responsibility. We have control. And then Those the third two. thing. Those two are tied together. Responsibility <clears throat> and control. And I think the third thing, like we'll spend most of our time here because this is something that is uh, kind of, it's been real important for us as we've yeah. grown, even traffic and funnels. It's just accurate thinking. It's so crazy <laughs> How many people want to look at things through a filter that doesn't make one lick of sense? They're not, not at all. They're not no. accurate in their thinking. And Chris, you said something profound before we started recording how people will choose a worst case scenario because it's comfortable and it makes sense rather than 
a better choice, a better case scenario that they don't understand. Yeah. Talk about that. So we deal with people all the time. We're pushing new limits all the time. And so our clients come in or people come into our business and, and just connect with us and they come along for the ride. But many times they get in they're like, oh my God, like this is, this is not familiar to me and I just don't know. And they start questioning everything and they get this false sense of comfort based on their current situation. So, you know, let's talk about someone who might be stuck at five grand a month or 10 grand a month or maybe two grand a month or whatever it might be for them. Because that is familiar, they have this false sense of comfort being there as opposed to the tremendous opportunity and potential they have to get their business to 25 grand or 50 grand or 100 grand a month. But when they step out, they're not sure where they're going to land. So it's easier for them just to stay back where they're currently at, right? Because that's familiar. But that's just a false sense of comfort. And people, it's so interesting if you look at the psychology of people they are more willing to stay in their pain many, many times because it's familiar as opposed to venturing out into something they don't have figured out yet. Right. And because they don't have figured out, they think, Oh my God, like, you know, my life is going to, is going to be ruined. Whereas the pioneers, you know, like the literally real pioneers, they had the promise of opportunity and they heard of people setting out and establishing a great life for themselves, but they had the balls to actually get in their wagons and go, even though they didn't know what they were going to run into, like what was going to come after them. So it's the same thing. You got to have the balls to venture out, get in your wagon. You're not going to know like if you're going to have to take a turn, if you're going to have to move a tree, like what's going to happen. But you know that people have gotten to quote the promised land, right? They've gotten to, their destination of maybe time freedom, being able to spend more time with their family, doing what they love to do, working with clients they love to work with, earning a certain amount of revenue in their business. And so they just go out and that's what we've done, right? It hasn't been easy by any stretch of the imagination. And as we push out into new territory, it's always a challenge. We're always coming up against things. So I would just, uh, I would just like to pause and give you some much deserved honor for your analogies. <laughs> They're the best in the world, dude. World class. Thanks, man. You got to get into your wagon and truck across the Oregon Trail. That's very yes. good, man. It's very good. One thing that I think to point out here is uh, being accurate about the worst case scenario. Yeah. Oh, and man, comparing, comparing the worst case scenario of option A versus the worst case scenario of option B and then also comparing the reward. So, you know, in, in finance, you've got guys like, you know, Icon and Buffett and, uh, you know, Dalio and all these guys who they're masters at avoiding risk, but they also have built in assessment mechanisms to monitor the return possibility as well. And I think not, a lot, not enough people are actually looking at like, so we have a, you know, clients sometimes, we have one right now who's like terrified that he's going to fail. And it's like, dude, just sit down with a piece of paper. And Tim Ferriss talks about this a lot. And do map out the worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario if you stay stuck for the rest of your freaking life? Yeah. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What's the worst case scenario if you try and you fail forward and you may not hit it right away, but eventually you get it. Which worst case scenario is worse? Yeah. 
It's always staying stuck. Yep. So accurate thinking sometimes is just like being able to cut through the BS and really determine what's the risk, what's the reward, and how do I kind of stay away from my own false narratives that are designed to protect me rather than to bring success. See, our natural biology and psychology is built for risk avoidance. It's not built for success. It's built for survival. And if you start leaning on those mechanisms in a business sense, you're going to die. Yeah. Because they're, you're playing not to lose. You're not playing to win. You know? Right. Yeah. You're always going to be fighting against that survival mechanism that you have always. And so one of the things that we found to help us with that is making sure that we are surrounded primarily with people who are pushing new limits and they're accomplishing huge things, not just in business, but in life too, humanitarily, like across the board on every front people who are just pushing higher levels. And so one thing, if you are surrounded by people who say, oh my God, don't do that. Oh, what if that doesn't work? And oh, what if you fail? Then you are hanging around the wrong people. Yeah. And that's sure. like a sub bullet that we're going to put in here that you have to make sure that you are surrounded by the right people. Case in point, we had someone come in as a client and their family was telling them, oh, I wouldn't do that. Oh, you know, that's not possible for you to make 15 grand a month, Right. This person comes in the first two weeks with us and their life is completely altered and changed because she comes in and does 15, almost 16 grand a month, 16, 18, 18 grand in new client business within a couple of weeks working with us. Yeah. Right. You know, she could have stayed back in the shadows and like just stayed where she was comfortable with that false sense of comfort, barely getting by actually for being honest and listen to her family and all those people who were in the same boat and, you know, never accomplished anything. Yeah. People are like, well, it's my family. I can't just cut them. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Separate, put some space in there so you can think and you can live and you can actually make decisions from a place of empowerment. Yeah. Your environment controls you, right? Absolutely. Sure. Not sure. that it's always going to be like that, but there are seasons, I think, as you are venturing into newer levels and, and growth, that you do have to shut off everything else that's not feeding you and pushing you to those new levels. Well, that's accurate thinking. So take out a piece of paper and say, would I rather go a couple months not being as close to my family? What's the worst case scenario there? Or would I rather be poor? Which is worse? Accurate yeah, thinking well, is huge. You just got to gotta map it out. You got to really look at what is the current scenario, the current environment costing me right now? And be willing to change that. And then go back to taking responsibility. <laughs> it's not your family's fault that you're poor, yeah. but it, it's your fault because you may need it's to your distance fault. yourself a little bit. It's not a daylight savings time's fault that you skipped through and didn't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You got to take responsibility, take control, practice accurate thinking. Yeah. Three keys to not being a little bitch. Oh, man, so good. Drops mic. Next week. I would, I would drop my mic, but I'd break my Yeti. Next, Next week, week, we're talking about <laughs> when to give up. Speaking of responsibility. <laughs> when to be a little bitch. No. This is going to be a good episode. It's, yeah. It is true. Like sometimes you need to know like when enough is enough, right? And when it people, isn't working. People sometimes, and this bugs me to no end, like if you're thinking this and you were here, I would punch you in the mouth. People think, well, it must be easy for you and Chris to say because, you know, you guys are doing three, four million and revenue and you guys are blah, blah, blah. And you guys are blah, blah, blah. And you, 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 and blah, blah, blah. 
No. I mean, every freaking level you get to, you've got new things that are trying to bring you down. We have payroll every single month. It's more than three times what Chris and I used to make in a year. So yeah, new levels, new devils. And we are, you know, relatively successful. We're not where we want to be, but we've got things that cause us to want to give up. So we're going to talk about accuracy. When should you give up? Cool. The time is now. Oh man. That's like some Tony Robbins. The time is now. All right. right. So we have a free gift for you guys. We should mention. Mention it. And this gift is the best gift you've ever received aside from salvation, right? Trafficandfunnels.com slash gift. We have a cool little client getting package kit for you. So go over there, trafficandfunnels.com slash gift, G-I-F-T, not G-Y-F-T. And uh, we talked about doing a contest for uh, the best (laughs) iTunes review. So want to do that? We did. We did talk about that. You want to do it? Yeah, I think we should. All right, let's do like a seven-day contest then. Okay. What are we giving away? We are giving away um, a new Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) A picture of a new Tesla. (laughs) Now, tell them really what we're going to give away for the best review. Now, the best review doesn't mean it's the nicest. You can go rip us to shreds, and if it makes us laugh, then you win. But the best review, in our opinion, (laughs) that makes us want to give you a gift, what is it? It's a month supply of Mexican food. You're so full of it, dude. dude how so is that not the best? People are probably like <laughs> about to get in a car crash right now because they're like so excited about this Mexican food. I mean, I would. I would give the best review ever. All right. So we're going to ship you the person who wins the best review. We're going to ship you two things. A brand new pair of AirPods because they're amazing. And... They're like $170 and a brand new copy of Ogilvy on Advertising, which is one of the best books, the OG on advertising. Yes. And um, Chris and I both have paper copies of this book. We read it probably every couple months. So we're going to send this to you. So go on iTunes, leave us a review, tell us your honest thoughts. And if it's flattering to me and rude to Chris, I'll immediately pick you as the winner. And we'll send this stuff to you. Cool. See you guys next week. Peace. This is the podcastfactory.com.